We making history. We the new big thing. Ain't no mystery. Believe me when I say the big things on. Better tune in. That new thing about to take off. Ready to face off. Look me in the eye. I'm so gay. Ready to the motor in your mind. Ready for the battle. Prepare for the war. People just to taste. I swear they won't go. And we're back. This is Jump on the um, ostensibly a baseball podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in. Tonight is Tuesday, February the 11th, coming at you live from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hey, Joel. I'm doing good. Um, I am... My hot time broadcasting at you as usual from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, my hot take tonight is that the Red Sox, uh, despite my prediction of last week, have named a manager for this season. Uh, bench coach Ron Rowanicki. Ron okay. Rowanicki. Okay. Um, who was the bench coach under Alex Cora for the past two years um, and is a, is a smart pick for continuity of staff and uh, scheme coming into this new year with a lot of uncertainty in the offseason. However, my hot take is they named him as interim manager due to the ongoing MLB investigation into the Red Sox 2018 alleged sign stealing. And so my hot take is that he's going to be out in a week. Like he's going to be led off of the the citrus fruit league field in handcuffs by like right. two umpires with badges. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I'm excited. I hope I'm there for that. Yeah. I'll be there. I'll be at Grapefruit League. Nice. What do I call it? The citrus fruit league? Sure. That's close. Grapefruit is a type of citrus. Grapefruit league. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, That's- you heard it here first. Yeah. Being arrested. However, <laughs> it's not going to have anything to do with Red Sox stealing signs in 2018. Right. It's going to be completely unrelated. Right. Cocaine dealing. Right. Or he's like st- selling like ballplayers' DNA to the <laughs> ancestry.com like genetic engineering <laughs> the facility. You know what I mean? Whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Secret like. <laughs> I got three ounces of Mookie Betts blood, you know? Uh, what was uh, Balco? No, yeah, that's what it's called, right? Yeah, Balco. They're just into human cloning now. Right. <laughs> They've moved so far beyond just, like, <laughs> peddling steroids. <laughs> secret underground lair in right. Jupiter, Florida, where they're cloning. Right. Mookie it's Betts. Jupiter, Florida, for sure. Yeah. And they've changed their name to Umbrella Corp. Right. <laughs> Which, for those of you who don't know, is the is the evil company from the Resident Evil games and movies. Yeah, what's the evil company from the Portal games? Do you know I what I'm talking about? I only know about the Resident Evil games because of the movies. I'm, I'm not much of a gamer. Right. The games are too complicated for me. They really you know are. I mean? And they take a lot of time and effort. Right, and there's like a lot of movie watching involved. It's like really? I want to play this game, but there's like 45 minutes of bullshit I got to <laughs> sit through before I can even like 
start the tutorial. You know, I just want to shoot a zombie in the head. Right. Like, (laughs) how much backstory do I need for that? Yeah. (laughs) Totally. All right. Well, watch out for Renicky. What do you call him? Rowanicky. Rowanicky. I don't know if that's pronounced correctly. His first name is Ron. We'll just call him Ron. Yeah. What's up, Ron? What's up, Ron? Welcome to the welcome to the team. Yeah. That you've been on for the past two years. Uh, my name's Joel. I'm coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My hot take is rest in peace, R.I.P. At MLB Intel, the mysterious Twitter account went online last week and started tweeting that it had inside sources that guaranteed that. Nolan Arenado was going to be traded to the Chicago White Sox. Oh, man, how excited were you when that I was so from? excited. <laughs> I was so excited. You realize that you just got catfished. Yes. Yeah. Me and 5,000 other people. You got baseball catfished. The uh, anonymous account quickly got more than 5,000 followers on Twitter and got to the point where both uh, the White Sox announcers, uh, Steve Stone, and the White Sox account itself had to go online and announce that they were not traded for Nolan Arenado. Really? Yeah. The account continued to push its charges to the point where, as of yesterday, it was suspended by Twitter. Huh. Who, uh... Who do you guys have at third base right now? Uh, Yohan Moncada. Right, he's good though. Yeah, he's like yeah. a rising star. Yeah, yeah. There, there would be no need to get Nolan Arenado really. But you could move him to second base. We could move Moncada to second base pretty right. Soon, probably. Yeah, because yeah. he's not a natural third baseman. I don't think. I don't think so, and he's not the best. I mean, he's young, and he's not the best fielder right now. Right. I think that he came up as a shortstop prospect. Do you? I have no idea. I think so. Yeah. Or maybe second base. I remember that there was like, we traded him, but there was like a log jam at his position. That makes sense. And it was like Dustin Pedroia was seemed to be there for stay at that time. Right. Or it was, or it was Xander Bogarts. But I don't think he was a third base prospect. That makes sense. Uh, I don't know off the top of my head who we've got at second base right now. It might be Mazzola, but I don't think so. Didn't your second baseman win the gold glove last year? No. Who was that? I don't know. Tim Anderson won the batting title. No, there was some guy who won the gold glove at second base. He didn't get he didn't like get a single hit. Yolmer Sanchez. Yolmer Sanchez won the gold glove? I think so. Is he yeah. a second baseman? Yeah, and we, yeah. we made him off. You what? What did you do? What did you he's, him off? Laid him off. He's not oh, in the laid DFA'd him, whatever it's called. Right. Because he hit like twenty or something like that. Right. Yeah. Anyway, fan favorite Yolmo Sanchez. Anyway, but shout out to at MLB Intel and Sam. All we need to start doing is coming up with crazy baseball moves. To try to start catfishing different fan bases. I, you know, I agree with that in theory. However, uh-huh. um, like we have been on Twitter for how long? 
five or six years? Five or six years, and we have like 200 followers. Well, 300. 300, yeah. 300. We have 300 yeah. followers. Like, I just have no idea how you go, how you can like have zero followers and then you have 5,000 followers. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Say something outrageous that lots of people secretly hope is true. Right. Yeah. That's what we should do. We should do that. Yeah. Rihanna okay, we'll is just tweet that Ron Roenicki is being arrested right now and see if that <laughs> do that. See if that gets us any new followers. All right, I'll get on that right away. Yeah, Yolmer Sanchez won the American League Gold Glove at second base last year. Oh, and he got signed by the Giants. Good for him. I don't even think that the Giants are actually a team anymore. No, I don't think they are. We should like, we like, move we're on. Just, we're just biding our time, and like we'll take all these old guys until the Dodgers start to suck again, you know? Yeah, that'll be a while. Right. Yeah. We'll be now. Okay, well, let me uh, do a plug real quick, and then let's move on. Thanks to everybody who listened to last week's episodes. Thank you, Marin, for coming on the show, talking about Super Bowl with us. And Sam and I talked about our dreams of going to a Mets game and then going to Chinatown and Queens. Right. So uh, check out those episodes. Yep. It, yep. Is this heaven? Fuck you, kid. You're in Queens. <laughs> Thank you to Providence, Bend, Oregon, Champaign, Illinois, Mountain View, California, Sunderland, England, Portland, Oregon, Cincinnati, Ohio, Clifton Heights, and... Brazilia, Brazil, for listening last week. Please give us a rating, a review, and a subscription on Apple iTunes. You can also check us out on SoundCloud or Spotify. Okay, wasting time. I'm done wasting time. You ready? Yeah. Let's get to the meat of the episode. Let's get to the headlines. Number one, big fucking deal. You ready? Yeah, big deal. Big deal. Bets. To the Dodgers, the Mookie Betts to L.A. deal is finally done. The package which sent the 2018 AL MVP Mookie Betts and former Cy Young winner David Gobich time price was held up initially by one of the key prospects in the deal, uh, a pitching prospect from the Twins who had a bum elbow. His name sounds like Gatorade. I forget what his name actually is. It's finally done. The Red Sox are getting a top outfield prospect in Alex Verdugo, catcher Connor Wong, in, infielder Jeter Downs, and I loved all the jokes about that one. Right. And the Sox are sending bets, David Price, and half of David Price's remaining $96 million salary to the LA Dodgers. Uh, Red Sox Nation is pissed. Hashtag Red Sox Nation. Hashtag pissed. Hashtag pissed. Mookie Betts is arguably the best hometown, homegrown prospect since Ted Williams. I mean, yeah. And is easily on the Hall of Fame track. Sox by, fans, by war. By war, yeah. Yeah. Sox fans have taken to social media to voice their displeasure, claiming that a billionaire ownership group is trading away the team's face and future to save a few pennies in luxury tax money. Red Sox top node. Okay, I don't know if it's Chain Bloom or Heim Bloom. Do you know? Oh, I just assume it was Chain. 
and then he yeah. had weird parents. I don't know, but yeah. Heim, you think the Heim? You think I think it might is, be Heim. The C is like a throat C. Yeah. Heim Bloom. Heim. We should look that up. Yeah. I will. Yeah. Admitted that he, the front office, and the ownership group don't give a fuck what the fans think. And that's true. He did say that. Yeah, he definitely said yeah. that. So today. I don't play- think that he's very good in front of the camera. And he's real young, also, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I think he's a real nerd. I think he's a real serious nerd. Yeah, serious nerd. Um, so, Sam, question is, how is Eli feeling about this right now? Right. Well, I have a lot of thoughts of my own, but I thought that it was important to talk about how Eli is feeling right now. Right. Because he is pissed. Like, he called me up foaming at the mouth like you could hear the foam over the phone this week um and he is so angry and he's angry at the red sox ownership and he's angry at heim bloom and he's and he's just so angry and you know i feel like it's justified i feel like it's i'm not as angry as him right that i think that's interesting you know in addition to those things that you brought up uh, with him being such a great homegrown talent, yeah, um, an amazing player, um, the best player on the team, easily. He's also like possibly one of the most marketable players in the game. Yes, because he's got talents not you know in the same ballpark. Not no pun intended. Maybe the nosebleeds of the Mike Trout ballpark, but like in right. that same ballpark. Right. And he's likable, unlike Mike Kraut. Right. Um, and, you know, with the right sort of franchise backing and, uh, you know, media coaching, he could be the face of Major League Baseball, not just whatever team he ends up on. True. Hmm. That's a good point. So, like, there's a lot to be angry about there. Um, I like suspect that he told ownership that he wasn't really interested in signing long-term with Boston was interested in going elsewhere. Uh And um, it's, it's been made clear that he's going to be seeking a uh, deal uh, over $400 million for around 12 years. So (laughs) close to what Mike Trout got. Right. Not yeah. quite Mike Trout Not money, quite, but in, yeah. in the same sort of area as, like, definitely well better than Manny Machado money, which he deserves. Well, and follow up because the Red Sox, to my understanding, counted counted with a ten-year, three hundred million dollar deal, which is like barely Manny Machado money. That's exactly Manny Machado. Exactly Manny Machado yeah. money. Okay, um, which is like that's insulting. If I were Mookie Betts, I would be insulted by that. Right. And he's, like, gone to arbitration the past, not this year, but the past two years. They, like, haven't been treating him very well. Right. In their salary negotiations with him from the beginning. Right. Because, like, he, they offered him, like, like they lowballed him so hard on his salary in 2017, maybe, or 2018. And, and yeah, it was 2018, and he like went through the arbitration process, and the arbitrator awarded him like more than double the money they had offered him. 
right. and like refuse to budge from that number. I mean, he but, has a strong argument, like you said. He has a strong argument to being the second base, second best player in Major League Baseball. Right, mm-hmm. and the most likable good player. Right, incredibly marketable. Very marketable. Um, and he's got a really cute baby too. So it's like very good at bowling. Right. He's a great bowler. He's right. got like a megawatt smile. You know yes. what I mean? Like he's 25 years old. He's going totally bald. You yeah. know? <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, so anyway, I, you know, I think that probably this was not a dollars and cents decision. I think that this was like, we're not this guy's not coming back regardless of what we do. See, that makes me sad. Right. And yeah. so we're going to try to get something for him. That's what I thought it was. Right. Um, you know, Heim Bloom said... I really I, hope that's how you pronounce his name. <laughs> we'll look it up. <laughs> he said... It sounds more like a real name than Chain Bloom. Right. Do I? Chain doesn't sound like a real name. Chain yeah. sounds like a, a real name. Right. Like an Eastern European Jewish name. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And he's like 38 or something like that. Yeah, if that. He's pretty yeah. young. But anyway, the point is, is that, you know, he, I think, is just bad with the media. But he came out and was like, yeah, well, you know, we didn't make this deal we thought this deal would be best for the like long-term success of the club and we knew the fans were not going to be happy he said something we knew there was going to be blowback and we don't really what he said was like we don't take that into account in our decision making process aka we don't give a fuck what our fan base thinks yeah you know what i mean which is probably not winning him any fans um i think that like for him and his career it's really important that the Red Sox are competitive this year. You uh, think? Yeah. Huh. Why? Because, like, he can say all he wants that we don't care what the fans think. But, like, that Boston media controls mm. that town. And if they turn on him, then he's done for. Like, he won't be able to hang. Um, yeah. Because it's like some of the best sports reporting in the entire country, and they're fucking vicious. You know what I mean? Right. And a lot of the criticism that I've been reading is the Red Sox are one of those franchises who shouldn't be able to cry poverty about paying their top players. They're the the number two valuated team in the Major League Baseball after the Dodgers. Right, and maybe there's five teams that can't do that, right? Red Sox, Yankees, Dodgers, Cubs, right. maybe four teams. Right, and the Cubs are crying that. The Cubs, yeah, which I think is yeah. bullshit also, but that's right. a different story. And the thing is, is that the Red Sox can afford a $400 million deal. I'm just yeah. not sure that. My thinking, like, just because of the way that contract negotiations have gone between Mookie Betts and made, and the Red Sox through his entire career, he's probably not too interested in sticking around, you know? I guess so. And, yeah. and like, like, let's I look at the other be, side. Like, if you were, like, 
I'm going to offer you like $8 million. And you're like, no, I think I'm worth more than that. And then the team's like, no, you're not. And then you go through the arbitration process and the guy's like, you're actually worth $18 million. Like that's, that's like, what, what do I feel like my employers think of me? You know what I mean? And you know, I'm a union guy. Right. You sure are. Is going to Mookie Betts and saying, you're the second best player in Major League Baseball. You need to be demanding second best player money. Yeah, like it would right. it would be devastating. And he should. It would be devastating if he accepted a, a ten year, three hundred million dollar contract. Right. That would fuck everybody what, else over. That's what Manny Machado's getting paid. Exactly. And Manny Machado is net what he probably has the third or fourth highest contract in Major sure. League Baseball, and he's so far away from the fourth best player in Major League Baseball. Right. Exactly. Like, let's be honest. That guy's maybe top twenty, maybe, maybe. Um, I we should move on, but I'm enjoying this conversation. But I wanted to ask you: Is it because this... we're talking so much shit about Manny Machado? Yes. Although you know, I've got a soft spot for Manny Machado, but he he's not as good as his contract demands. Right. Um, I wanted to ask you: Damn, does this make the Dodgers the super team? The Dodgers already were a super team. Uh-huh. Um, I think it probably gives the Dodgers the best defensive outfield in Major League Baseball, which I think <laughs> that the I think that the Red Sox had previously. Uh-huh. Um, but you put Mookie Betts in an outfield that already has Cody Bellinger in there, um, and like fuck those like those guys both won the Gold Glove last year. Although I think they played and the MVP. I guess Bel- no, Bellinger did win the MVP. Yeah, he won the MVP last year, yeah. and Mookie won it the year before. Yeah, um, Mookie's like offensive uh, splits inside and outside of Fenway Park are like not super favorable. So it'll be interesting to see how he does in Giant year. Dodger Stadium. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um, like he'll. I'm sure he'll, he'll go down. Fine, and yeah. he's playing for, he's got 400 million reasons to have a really good year. Yes. Um, so, you know, I'm, you know, I might draft him if I get the first pick in fantasy baseball this year, just because uh-huh. I feel like he's playing for that big contract. Uh-huh. Um, and I just think that, but well, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see how he, how his power numbers specifically hold up when he's not playing in Fenway Park. You know, right? He'll have to adjust his game, but he right. will still have. He'll be batting in a lineup that's going to give him so much protection. You've got Gritty Tono. You've got Cody Bellinger. Max uh, Muncy. Max Muncy. Yeah, I mean that. They those guys can make. Um, I don't think it's any better than the Red Sox lineup of the last two seasons. But what you're doing is you're taking the MVP from the World Series winning Boston Red Sox and putting him on the World Series losing Los Angeles Dodgers. Right. Yeah. No, that's true. I, you know, the Dodgers are going to be, they're going to win the West again. Like they just, they always do. I just saw baseball prospectus. They're like, they're going to win the West by 30 games or something like that. It's right. gonna, yeah. And they probably will. And then they're going to lose in the first round of the playoffs to, like, the fucking, I don't know. like we'll lose. The Brewers. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. The fucking Brewers. 84 and 84 win Brewers. Right. Yeah. Because Clayton Kershaw is going to, like, give up 100 home runs. <laughs> you totally. All right. He's going to start game one and lose. He's going to come in in relief in game four, and he's also going to lose. It. And that's going to be the game. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> totally. All right, we're, we're like almost out of time. Do we want to move on? Yeah, let's move. Have, we got to move on. Do you want to do two or three? We'll get our headlines. Let's do three. Yeah, okay. Because uh, <laughs> we'll talk about two again sometime. Yeah. All right. The XFL. The X stands for extreme. Oh, right. Okay, never mind. What? Well, it's just, that's not how you spell extreme. But it doesn't matter. Oh, right. <laughs> the X stands for extreme. The XFL got started this weekend. The first slate of games were played with the D.C. Defenders winning the first ever XFL 2.0 game, 31-19 over the Seattle Dragons. In other games, the Houston Roughnecks defeated the L.A. Wildcats, 37-17, these names. The St. Louis Battlehawks beat the Dallas Renegades, 15-9. And the New Jersey Guardians won against the Tampa Bay Vipers 23-3. The new league was a hit on the internet, including getting a shout-out on Twitter from none other than Ja Rule. However, week one viewership was roughly the equivalent to the opening week for the American Alliance of Football. So, as we all know, that league did not even make it to its first championship game. Sam. Is the XFL here to stay this time? No, absolutely not. Yeah. They're they're going to fold. They might make it through the first season, but they're not coming back for a second. Uh, the ratings on this uh, opening weekend were less than the reading, ratings on the opening weekend of the XFL 1.0 19 years ago. Right. Um, considerably, I think. Um, also, like, if you look at those games, other than that first game, there, well, I guess a couple of the games were high scoring, but there's like some real low scoring games. Um, right. Anyway, I, I don't see it. I don't see it taking off. Like, I don't think people actually like football that much. You know what oh, I mean? No. Like, it makes them mad. They like, they watch college football and they watch the NFL and 